I used to be somebody before that freak Ayuz sent his army south and ruined everything. We had a nice racket going on in the land of the Free Lords, or what the rest of the Philanes calls the Bandit Kingdoms. We had a territory we ran, and we hustled and stole what we could from who we could. Sure, we fought amongst ourselves, and I'd just as soon stick my dagger into someone from the Free Lords as anywhere else. But we always banded together when an outside force threatened all of our businesses. But all that changed when Ayuz came a-calling. Half of the Free Lords joined forces with Ayuz to sink their skins, and the other half got wiped out or sent packing to the other lands, all down into the rift. I was no hero, and neither were any of my mates. So after the massacre of Steelbone Meadows, we did what any guys in our situation would have done. We hightailed it out of there. The only problem is that everywhere we went, there were old enemies waiting. After finally getting corralled by the Ernst soldiers, I was left to rot in a dungeon, waiting for them to decide what to do with me. The way the guards look at us, I don't think we're gonna like what it is they have in store. You make pancakes. Okay. <laughs> and we're live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Return to the Bandit Kingdom. Hello. Hello. Hello, Hello and welcome, everyone. Ugh, mm. I'm off kilter again. How oh, did, for uh, Christ's sake, man. I got a lot of shit to worry about. I got to. Go. No, no, no. It's me. And, I and... can fix you. Just just start talking. This is not good entertainment. This isn't, this isn't what people <laughs> Hi, everyone. are tuning I'm... in to see. <laughs> I'm Will DM. How are you? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Return to the Bandit Kingdoms. I am, of course, like I said, uh, Will DM. I'll be your dungeon master for this glorious evening's events. And, uh, oh, look at that. It's perfect now. I, can, I don't even need to touch it. I know. I know. See, the thing is, like, whether whether I fixed it or not, it was still going to distract you. Like, that's yeah. the... Uh... <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> I'm like a raccoon, man. Yeah. <laughs> All you gotta do is throw like... drum some more. <laughs> where was i oh yeah hey welcome <laughs> to, to return to <clears throat> return to the band of kingdoms i am will dm uh your wondrous uh dungeon master for the evening uh so far we are running uh, uh on only three cylinders instead of our regular four cylinders this evening um jarris is not here at the moment uh it's possible that he will be tuning in later but uh we shall see so um you just get us sorry it's the way of things sometimes. And then Steve, of course, yawns. I'm sorry. I'm already boring people here. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder Jairus didn't show up. I know. I take full responsibility for that. So since we've started off with Michael in the introductions the past couple of weeks, we're going to mix it up. And we're just going to go over to Steve. And we're going to start with Steve introducing himself. Cool. So go ahead and tell everybody who you are and what have you, man. Well, I'm Steve, as was addressed. Um, I am playing Winden Frostfeld, a not a great guy, but compared to the company he's been keeping lately, he actually seems like a decent individual. Um, and uh, he's just trying to make it through this and hopefully get his soul back and see how it goes. Hey, Steve, I have a question. Yes. On your wall, it says, keep calm and DFTBA. What does that mean? Oh, damn. That's in the... Shoot. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, 
nope, wrong way. Uh, <laughs> it's a thing from a. It's a thing from a thing called Nerd Fighters. It's yeah. Keep calm <laughs> and. Damn it! Okay, there we don't, go. I like don't <laughs> fuck <laughs> Tony Barry Allen. <laughs> don't forget to be awesome. Oh. Awesome. Don't, don't forget, forget to be awesome. awesome. Well, that's that's pretty awesome. cool. Yeah. There you go. I like that. <laughs> I want you can put that back in the shot. That that. that no, works. I've I've been instructed as to my. Uh, my parameters that I accidentally breached them. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so not only did you breach them, but Michael pointed it out for everybody. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now you know we're going to talk about that alpha air, right? <laughs> okay, so uh, let's continue on. We'll just slide across and go to uh, Adam. It's your turn, sir. Hey, everybody. As you may have heard, I'm Adam. I'm playing Talon Ravenguard, the uh, reincarnated Silver Wolf. Uh, yeah, we can talk about that now. Yeah, we can finally talk about it. It's been a while, but we can actually <laughs> talk about it. Um, yeah, he's back, and um, there's some orcs to kill now. Are they hobgoblins? Are they orcs or hobgoblins? Hobgoblins. Hobgoblins. Yes. But you know what? There might it be an orc or two in there. They're all the same. Hobgoblins keep a much neater house. Yeah. So you got that going for you. So, so yeah. So um, he uh, had um, a flood of memories come rushing back. Yeah. Um, and, and and I guess I guess uh, not to like totally jump in and steal your introduction here, but um, so the reason but he's going to the, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the reason for that is because, um, and we touched on it just the, the, the smallest amount uh, in last episode when I quizzed everybody about the, the Raven Queen. Because the Raven Queen's job is she watches over the portal between life and death. Mm -hmm. And every once in a while, she sees a soul that's going through and she'll pull them out of there. And she'll use them or she'll grant life back to somebody or what have you. Um, so when Silverwolf's uh, soul was going through, uh, he's like, this guy's pretty much doing something that I'm already doing. And I think that he'll be very valuable to my cause. So she plucked his soul out from there and uh, gave him a body because his body was destroyed. And she, uh, due to the circumstances of the magics involved and whatnot, and, 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 Put him into a uh, body of a uh, shit. I'm forgetting him. Shatter Kai, Shatter Kai, and sent him back. Um, but yeah, as you can tell, uh, for those who have been watching, mm. he didn't know right away um, what was going on, and so uh, we've just now he just found out and realized. Yeah. And although you know, Adam's been dropping hints since the very first moment that uh, Talon was there, yeah, I thought and, I was telegraphing it to be honest with you. Well, Cash was pretty confident he knew what was going on, but uh, yeah. didn't want to say anything. Yep. As is Winded. As is Winded. Jarish slash Raleigh slash Morgan had no idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was pleasantly surprised, which is good. Which is good. So, um, but yeah, so so actually that's that's what's going on with that there. So just so everybody at home knows what's going on. And when we do any kind of references between that, Silverwolf was Adam's original character. And so there you go. That's that's how that, that went down. Okay, so with that having been said, uh, it's your turn, Michael. I am Michael, and I am playing Ash, who uh, just a 
cleric who's helping to support out the party here. And uh, looks like you might be going to uh, meet a few of his own uh, kind or his own uh, fellow parishioners. And he's not real happy about that. So we'll see why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indubitably. So with that having been said, let's jump into a really brief recap. Um, so uh, what had happened is uh, after the uh, press gang opportunists had been uh, uh, found out by Krasner as they tried busting into his place, uh, then they uh, got new new uh, 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 jewelry in the form of uh, electrum bands that were bolted to their head uh, so that they could uh, now work for Krasner. And uh, Krasner told them that the bands uh, prevented uh, uh, from scrying magic uh, detecting them and prevented the uh, um, the uh, minions or Karaptas from manipulating them, which we did know that some uh, some people they had noticed that had the soulless ones, the ones that had that had their souls pulled out from Karaptas, uh had been manipulated in the past. So they did know that. Uh, anyway, so uh, they're sent upon their merry way after uh, they've been recruited by Krasner into the forces of Ayus to do his dirty work to go down to a place called Red Hand, um, go and meet up with a prince, uh, prince Zeech, uh, because uh, Krasner had good intel saying that there was going to be a ship uh, heading out onto the narrative uh, out from uh, Ernst, and it would be be chock-a-block full of souls. And supposedly these are the souls that the uh, Karaptus followers had been stockpiling and they had found out that the, some one way or another, these souls are very important for either bringing in Karaptus back into the prime material plane or they could be used for other things. And supposedly the souls of uh, those who were still around that had lost them would be there maybe so um so they start off on their journey they leave from the rift crag uh um fortress uh they head out into the open plains once again uh find a couple of uh very interesting uh turned earth hey lee kim how's it going man hey lee kim Uh, so uh they found some uh uh turned dirt circles which they didn't really figure out what it was and um and they, they noticed in the distance, oh, I almost, I guess I should say too, they found out that one of the guys that, because uh, when they were at uh, Krasner's um, uh, fortress at the Rift Crag, um, after they had been captured, when they came to, they were in a dungeon where they were going to get these, these uh, circlets put on. They were also in the company of others. Uh, the old momentum. momentum. Hey, momentum. And then they were also in the company of other solicits. Uh, these are other guys that um, had their souls ripped out and sent out into the uh, real world, like um, um, just like the Press King Opportunists. Um, Trent. Ash's former uh, servant, Hardchuck, was there too. Yes, and it turns out that Hardchuck is a master Iusian spy. I just a servant. <laughs> <laughs> a master servant. I don't care how he himself up. He's just a servant. <laughs> so they uh, they head out uh, in, into the into the plains, and uh, while they're on their journey, um, um, uh, Darton, who was somebody who 
I don't want to get too into it, but Darton was a guy that was dead and they talked to him, talked to his ghost earlier on. As so do. then they ran into this, yeah, as, as you guys do. Uh, so when they ran into this guy Darton in Krasner's Keep, they were very suspicious of him. And as they were out on the road, uh, both um, Morgan and Talon uh, detected somebody trying to read their thoughts. They were able to to uh, discern that this was this happening mm-hmm. to them. And basically what ended up happening is they found out that it was none other than this guy Darton. And Darton turned out to be, what are you guys calling him now? Darton Ganger, because he's a double ganger. Yeah, Darton Ganger. <laughs> uh, he, was, he turned out to be a, a doppelganger, and he was a... Um, Basically, he's he's another I use and he's a spy for Krasner that was being sent along. Now, they didn't kill him, surprisingly. And uh, Darton Ganger had said, hey, look, guys, uh, I'm mostly to be a spy to spy on Prince Zeech. So, you know, you guys don't kill me. I'll just send some glowing reviews back to Krasner about you. Everybody, it's a win-win for everyone. And they agreed with this. Although, interestingly, of all uh, we've killed so many NPCs. The one that we kept alive was a lying scheming. <laughs> yeah, but he offered a Yelp review. Yeah, he did offer a good Yelp review, and that's important. Yeah, it's very important. <laughs> that's true, man. Because you know, uh, just one or two good reviews can put you over the top. So, <laughs> marketing one hundred and one. That's right. And uh, yeah, Lee Kim's all like, I always expect the doppelgangers. <laughs> yeah, well, we knew there was something up with this guy right from the beginning because we spoke to a dead guy who said he was Dart. Exactly. That's true. It was kind Gosh, of that didn't didn't believe that this guy was darting for a minute. No. Yeah, he was he was kind of playing behind the eight, from the eight ball the entire time because of that. Uh, so as after they find that out, they continue traveling on the open. Um, planes making their way towards red hand and they notice a cloud uh, 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 a, a dust cloud in the distance during the day of a large troop moving so they do some uh, 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 wrangling and, and hide and move in different areas and um, Talon Ash and Winden all make their way up to the uh, to the encampment and uh, to see what it is while the rest of the group stayed behind and they had a, a hidden grotto and uh, that's the yeah, doppelganger took on silver wolves form. That would have been funny. I did contemplate that. Hmm. Believe it or not, Lee Kim, I did. Uh, but uh, it, it, with these guys' track record, the silver wolf would have showed up and they would just would have whacked that dude like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <sighs> They found out that uh, as they had went up to explore what this uh, this group was, it was a very large contingency of hobgoblins, and they had um, others, humans with them, but they haven't seen them yet. They've just seen pretty much the perimeter guards, and there's a bunch of tents and, and what have you uh, on the uh, on the inside of this big old camp. But while they were out there, they heard the what was the festival that's going on? The Blood Moon, Blood Harvest Festival. 
Blood Harvest, which isn't Michael. Michael's is festival needed. really the right word for this? I'm just. Uh... <laughs> as far as, <laughs> as, far as the uh, are Festival of the Blood Harvest, yes. Yes. Yeah, festival is a little bit of a misnomer, I agree. <laughs> it's a festival. It depends on what you ask. Yeah. Well, we could just say <laughs> celebration. I guess everybody's yeah, a festival. Everybody's right? enjoying themselves. <laughs> yeah, <there's... laughs> well, almost hey, I saw a lot of Nerulians with cotton candy because so it's, if, <laughs> right. If that's not a festival, there, then I don't know what there, is. There's a bunch of balloons. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, they heard the blood harvest uh, ritual going on, and at midnight there was a scream, and then uh, you know uh, Ash was pretty much well. You know the the ritual's over, but more importantly. Um, what happened was, is that, uh, uh, Talon, when he was there, they, these hobgoblins are flying the banner of, uh, Chief Olgan, who is now set himself up. He's consolidated all the, uh, mm. the different hobgoblin tribes that were in, uh, uh, the Horn Society that were pretty much unemployed afterwards. And then they started, pseudo working for the Iusian. So they started hiring themselves out as mercenaries. So now um, what, when Talon saw the banner of, uh, of Olgin, which is a skull with two crossed arrows through the skull, um, it triggered his memories of being Silverwolf. And uh, they were actually invisible up until that point. But then after he'd seen that uh, Talon fell to his knees, the invisibility spell went off. So they all began hiding in the very tall grass of the plains at that point. And I'm pretty sure that's where we left off. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's where we're going to pick up. Right. I uh -huh. did. I did break uh, Bruce the bat's neck, which is uh, Morgan's um, uh, familiar. Yes. So he knows that there's trouble, but, we don't know if there's trouble for Jairus, so we don't know if we'll, if we'll he might <laughs> well, have his own adventure going on here. Here's the thing is you guys don't know what's going on back because we don't. You know, let's not forget that uh, Jairus stayed behind for a reason, and that reason was to keep an eye on everybody else. Right. Because there's um, Alfor, who is the Hobgoblin, Iusian, um, Hobgoblin yeah. uh, scout that's leading you guys down to uh, Red Hand. There is we got uh, Darton Ganger. Darton Ganger is there too. Uh, who is the, the the doppelganger who uh, is a uh, Iusian spy to be delivered down there? You've got Morty the Immortal. Oh yeah, another Iusian. Another Iusian that was gifted to yeah, Ash. That was, why did we take him? Because he's awesome. I mean, there's he been some. Awesome. There's been some comedic value to him. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> As a player, I see his worth. As a character, I'm still not sure why we brought him along. Well, see, here's the thing. Whoever dies next, guess who you're playing? Morty. <laughs> Morty the Immortal. <laughs> Which is... And it, you know what? That might be my the best way for Will not to kill me, is to play uh, Morty Playing Immortal. Immortal. Yeah. That's right. It could happen. He'd still find a way. Achilles. <laughs> yeah. I would. <laughs> I know. There's Trent, and don't forget, there's the Coppers. Yeah, there's which uh, is, Starsky and Huggy Bear and yeah. Turner and Hooch. Yes. Who are which other, were other soulless bandits. Yes, yes, who they just affectionately termed uh, the cops. 
So those guys. It all started all... off because you named one of them Turner. So that I did. <laughs> it was downhill. <laughs> it did go downhill. So yeah. as soon as I said Turner, Turner, somebody said Hooch, and then the next thing you know, it just it went from there and got completely out of control. So which is fine. That's all good. You know what I mean. The easiest way to don't kill give, yeah, Lee Kim, don't give uh, Will any ideas on how to kill an immortal. It's my only way to survive this. Uh... <laughs> ah. We're going to talk later, Lee. Me and you I understand if you take their heads off. <laughs> Burn them to ash. Gone. Seal the ash into different urns. Yeah. Is that, is that like, a, can you use like a, uh, like a Folgers coffee can? <laughs> Will that work? Well, would it work, though? Because if you guys remember... Um, Morty told you that he'd been consumed once. Yeah, and he just showed back up. But we don't know if he was shot out and how... Yeah, nobody knows about yeah. that. But he just knows that he was eight, and then the next thing you know, he woke up a little bit. <laughs> but he wasn't scattered throughout, you know, several different um, 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 planes or anything. Yeah. So. That's true. That's true. And you guys are very uh, far away from having that level of uh, power, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so... Jairus was um, Jairus Morgan, who that's currently of the two personalities that inhabit that Raleigh and Morgan that inhabit the same body. Morgan was in charge and he was staying behind to keep an eye on the rest of these guys because he just didn't trust them. So who knows what's going on back there? That's right. (laughs) You don't you don't know. You know what? All the options are on the table. They are now. (laughs) So. So where we're going to pick up at is with you guys laying in the tall grass outside of the Hobgoblin camp. Yeah. So I'll just turn to Ash and say, um, how do you propose that we make our way into the camp? So that it can kill all these people. (laughs) I mean, that's that's always... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the uh, the subtext whenever Talon talks, yeah. You will be my acolytes. Uh, easy enough here for Winden. Uh, you, on the other hand, will just need to be quiet. Maybe a vow of silence would be good for you right now. Is it going to be an issue that I am Shadrachai? And that's why a vow of silence would probably be good for you right now. Yes, I will do. I will. I will do as you say in this matter. Now, so, Wyndon, um, you just yep. need to know some of the tenets of faith. Um, if you're right. asked what happens when numbness overtakes pain, you just say that Nerul has touched your senses. Cool. So I, we're going to try to just walk into here then, instead of being invisible. Is that where I'm where I could this? make us invisible, but if we have a cleric of Nerul and we can save ourselves the spell because we might need it once we are inside. All right. And what's our goal here? Well, I thought we were just doing recon. Are we actually doing something else now? Well, I mean, we need to see if Chief Hogan is here. And if he is, I will have his head. Oh, good. Great. Okay. Sure. All right. So <laughs> numbness, pain, nay rule. Great. Here. Catch on pretty quickly. Right. Yeah. Re- remember now, we are members of the Knights of the Merciful Sigh, which is where you come in, Lyndon. So you are the you are a champion for dead. Because even the dead need champions. All right. Which is your tagline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on his business card and everything. Yeah. <laughs> is, is, is this where you kill them and raise them again? 
<laughs> I must complete the disguises. They must be original. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. All right. I'll do my best. Excellent. Now, I never said, speaking of, that I had the uh, skeletal solace along, so... No. Well, last I had heard, you were having them watch over um, Dark yeah. Ganger. Yeah, that's that what was, they were doing. That was that's their job. they were up to. So, yeah, that's yeah. what they're up to. So, yeah, just follow along, and we should do we'll get along splendidly. Yeah. Now, yeah. remember, agree. you don't have to turn into a vampire. That's something that's kind of <laughs> unique for me. And you just have to look yourself. Most priests don't even have magical powers. They're just kind of like there. Right. But, uh, they, they pass around the hat. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. But, uh, well, like, like the candles, that's sort of what she is. Only the truly chosen can actually wield the power of Nerul. So how you get to be a truly chosen, I have no idea, because I would not have asked for that. So, Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how, how, okay, so explain to me exactly how this whole subterfuge is going to go down here. So... I'm just going to walk right into camp with my two acolytes. And, now, uh, do I have to have a dark cloak on? Present I myself. I don't think I was wearing a dark cloak before because I thought I'd be invisible, right? So, <laughs> Your cloak is your faith. Okay. Night. That's fine with me. <laughs> so so yeah, do you still have your, uh, your Iusian cloak? I mean, I probably have it somewhere. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have gotten I, rid of it. I was going to say, you're the only one I think that still has it. Yeah. Not that you would want to necessarily wear it in here. I'm just... Right. Yeah, just was also, curious. Wear if, it inside if Ash out. If Ash yeah. doesn't seem to think it's going to be a problem, I'll just go with... I know I won't worry about it then. He would know. Okay. So. All right. So the two of you are just going to look the same and just let Ash take the lead. Hmm. I mean, I've got a dark cloak. But... That's all I got. Other yeah. than running back to camp, that's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So you guys just all stand up. I mean, what's how's this how's this going? Oh, yeah. I mean, I instruct them on you know how to uh, mm. do the basic etiquette type thing for greetings and walking and so forth, so that they don't look totally out of place. But uh, okay. So whatever those normal normal everyday courtesies would be, obviously I share those. Okay. Okay, so you guys got the whole secret handshake and the uh, <laughs> yeah, whippoorwill greeting. <laughs> okay, all right. So stress even the dead knee champions. You can't forget that. That's your only line. Yep. <laughs> got it. It's, it's got a pithy ring to it. Yeah. <laughs> even the dead knee champions. There you go. All right. So so you just you get up and you just walk towards the camp. Yep. Okay. So you guys get when actually uh -huh. when I get close enough, I begin to uh, chant one of the uh, the uh, chants that uh, would belong to the uh, festival of the uh, blood blood harvest. And uh, okay, okay, um, not making any sign that I am you know trying to hide or be stealthy at all. Um, gotcha. All right, no, that's not a problem whatsoever. Forward. <clears throat> okay, so you stand up. You guys start making your way, and it's not long after you guys stand up and start making your way towards uh, towards the camp that uh, a, 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 a pair of the uh, hobgoblin guards 
call out. Uh, Adam, would you do the honors, please? Is it a goblin? Oh, the yeah, goblin voice? They're hollering out goblin. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they probably just yell, Who is it? Who's going there? What the fuck do you want? <laughs> there you go. Okay. We love your goblin voice, by the way. So, yeah. So they, they uh, essentially, uh, at first, they, they speak in, in, in goblin to you. Uh, um, you know, uh, what do they call that when you, uh, when you're, you're, you're going up to the guards? Not presenting yourself. What is that? Uh, declaring. Oh, yeah. Like de- declaring uh, who you are and what your intentions are. They say it first in goblin, and then they immediately repeated it in, again afterwards in, in, in uh, common. But it sounds it's much nicer because uh... thickly accented common, but common nonetheless. <laughs> and I say, do not be afraid. He only seeks to help you join him. Okay. And they, they're uh, one of them gets, uh, looks like he's getting ready to uh, possibly uh, raise a, a holler or something like that. But then you guys start to get closer into the light that, because this is a well lit up camp. It's not I also like have my, you know, my uh, skull and sickle holy symbol out in full, full obvious view, and yeah, I figured all you the were things going... I don't normally do, I actually have going on. Yeah, you got you got your full Nerulian uh, regalia going on there, right? Yeah. Okay. So, th- and that's what happens is that they notice that, and they the one guy stops isn't gonna he he stops isn't gonna holler or anything, and he goes, but now. You know, let's see here. Let's let's be honest. They're 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 hobgoblins, but hobgoblins aren't aren't the dumbest guys. So let's see. Okay. And it's just a, okay. This is what I wanted to know. Uh, one of them looks like oh, yes, yes, sir. You know, so, oh, it's a it's a Nerulean. And the other one of the uh, the other guy with him, uh, he's all like, hey, who are you? We don't recognize you. Say, I am the one who has come. You may present me now. They both look at each other and go, that's kind of cryptic, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of cryptic. <laughs> you got, you got uh, a name we could put on the end of that one who has come? I am the one who has come. You may present me now. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, and they get, actually, at that point in time, actually do give, like, loud whistles almost in unison and you do see other hobgoblins come uh from in the camp come out um they they are rushing but it's not like a holy shit it's like uh hey what's what's going on sort of thing you know what i mean so when they see you guys um they kind of like shore up so there's another six that come up so all together there's going to be eight of them there and the one hobgoblin that was kind of like asking well who are you goes all right well if it's gonna be like that uh come on follow me excellent how am i doing I start to yeah. follow him how am i doing adam yeah, no, top notch <clears throat> top notch <laughs> goblin all right cool <laughs> okay so um so they start marching you in and you you go past they actually have pickets up surrounding the uh the encampment you can um well, none of you guys are military of any sort, so you, I just... technically oh, was yeah, a soldier. True. Now that I'm getting some memories back. That's right. That's right. So uh, I'll say that some of this, and comes... I figured my ba- I, I didn't change my background when I came to this because this is the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. So, um... which is also why I can speak uh, Goblin and Orc. Right. 
So you notice that um, there's pickets. They have pickets up. Um, there's a, a little bit of uh, distance in between the first line of picket, and then they have a second line of picket, um, which are staggered. Um, and then on the other side of that, there's tents. Now, these tents, the first tents that you come across are very um, plain and uh, militant, uh, very uh, uh, just, you know, there's nothing spectacular about them, but they're, they're well-crafted. And as they start leading you through, there's a number of other hobgoblins that are there that are busy taking care of, like, they're, they're uh, going through uh, sharpening weapons, cleaning armor, this sort of thing. And there was a general murmur of essentially just camp activity, you know, hobgoblins talking to each other and what have you. But as you guys are marched through, that murmur kind of dies down. Okay. <laughs> hey, what's up, Lord Gazumba? How's it going, man? Hey. So that murmur dies down, and the murmur in general of the entire camp starts to die down oh, as you're as you're led through <laughs> oh, um, a number of these hobgoblins um uh that were busy doing things follow but they no follow. matter how fast they're going i continue along at a slow steady pace and they are actually you could tell now okay so these guards that that um that uh received you out, outside of the camp um they're actually they're 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 being very respectful of ash like they're making sure that they keep in step with his pace um they're not uh like they didn't get very close to him like you know some guards might get within striking distance or anything they're still well well off um and they're walking uh not with a lot of like concern they're not like you know the guys up front aren't like looking over their shoulders every once in a while just to take a look at at you guys. So um, it seems that um, they're buying into <laughs> a partial truth, I guess, for lack of a better word, right now. Um, a lot of the other hobgoblins, while some of them do come and follow, they follow at a, at a respectable distance, and a lot of them don't though. They look up, they, they assess the situation, then they go back to doing their 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 uh, prep work or, 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 or you know taking care of their gear and their kits. Yeah, and as I'm you get past, a look by the way, as we go along, looking uh -huh. for any sign of you know uh, hobgoblins with rank, which I don't think I'd see yet, um, and then also um, you do you know, see some. But it's nobody of substantial. You're basically seeing what the equivalent of like sergeants. Yeah, I'm yeah. Looking, I don't care about those. I'm yeah. looking for easy ways out. I'm looking for the best route <laughs> to escape if need be. That's what I'm looking for. That was a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I didn't> know. <laughs> okay, so um, they lead you past these, which are basically the hobgoblin military tents, and they. There's again, there's a little bit of a uh, clear distance and the, the camp itself is a big old ring. OK, mm -hmm. and big old ring. And then did we just oh, we Michael? lost Michael? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He'll be back. And then uh, you get. Well, it's kind of important. To, well, well, we'll retell it. Um, the camp itself is a big circle. 
The military tents of the hobgoblins are all around the perimeter. Okay. There is a pin uh, at the far, uh, which would be the north end of this camp, where all the horses are at. Okay. And in the center, outside of uh, just south of where these pins are, are a bunch of other tents. Now, um, I want you guys to go ahead and give me some perception rolls on it right now. Let's see what the two of you guys got going on here. Ooh, nice. Wow. Nice, nice. A 23 okay, guys, and then I got a 20. You guys definitely notice right off the bat. Okay. As they are bringing you forward, the tents that are in the center. And Lee Kim also rolled a 23, by the way. Nice. <laughs> so you also notice this. The um, the tents that are in the center are essentially in a horseshoe. Okay? Mm-hmm. Open end at the bottom. Goes into, again, there's a clearing in the center, which these tents are around. You can see in the center, there are a number of humans. Roughly about, you would say, anywhere from like maybe 30 or 40 humans. The tents that are in this horseshoe ring um, look dirty and uh, stained, and but you can tell it's for appearances only. They are very well-constructed, well-made tents that have been purposely made to look as if to be in disrepair. Okay, um, In the center where all these humans are, most of them are, are in um, uh, like what appears to be, it, it had been like some sort of like circle, but it's starting to dissolve. Like people are starting to split off into like ones and twos. And they're kind of like talking amongst themselves and they're all dressed in basically rags, tatters. Okay. Stained. Um, they look like, they look like slaves is what they look like at the center. You guys can make out in between as these people were starting to peel aside. There are the remains on the ground of somebody that had been staked out Eagle wise, and they've been splayed open and mm. some sort of grisly. Uh, hey, Michael. Okay. Hey. Okay, so uh, uh, real quickly, I'll just recap real quick what I just told those guys. So after you go through, you go past the Hobgoblin camps. Uh, also, give me a quick a uh, perception roll. And regard now, you know, it doesn't matter because as the other guys see it, I'll say they just relayed the information because they, like, got really good rolls. Um, yeah. There is a uh, – the Hobgoblin tents are in a circle. Uh, in the center, at the north, there's a pin with horses. And then – Beneath the pin with horses, there's a horseshoe of other tents. Those tents, while they're stained and made to look not in good uh, condition, are actually in good condition. They've just been like treated to to try and look like they're they're not in as good as they are. In the center of where this horseshoe is, there's about thirty to forty humans that looked like they had been in a circle, but they're starting to dissolve off in ones and twos and talking amongst themselves. Um, they're all dressed in rags and like dirty clothes. 
and what have you. But you could tell they're on the ground as they're starting to leave. There is a, 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 a human uh, that is uh, laid out, spread eagle tied to the ground and splayed and bloods all over the place. And it looks like they're going through, uh, like gathering up the carcass and what have you. So that's what you guys see. Okay. As you're coming up now on the outskirts of this tent, this horseshoe tent, there's a couple of, uh, hobgoblins that Adam, you know, this is what you've been looking for. People of rank. Okay. Okay. Neither of these guys, from what you can tell, would be uh, Chief Olgan. Now, you've never seen Chief Olgan himself. No. But you would know probably Chief Olgan if you saw him. Okay. I'm sure I would. Yeah. But these guys look like they're some sort of officers <laughs> of some kind. Okay. Um, you can't really tell the hobgoblin insignias or anything too, too much. But these two hobgoblins come up before you guys get it any further and they start speaking uh, with the other goblin hobgoblins like, who are these? Who, who's this priest of neural? As and, I step forward uh, then, uh-huh. is it the hobgoblins talking? Mm-hmm. I ignore them. I'm okay. looking for the uh, Nerulean priests. Okay. Um, so essentially you go walking past them? I take it? Yeah, I don't even really, I don't even okay. glance in their direction. I just continue along on my, um, on my uh, slow, symbolic walk. Gotcha. They don't try to stop you. And the, the, you, uh, at uh, Talon, you, your guys hearing this, there's a conversation that's going back and forth between them real quick. It's like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. He says he's the one. We're supposed to go and take him to the guys in here and tell him the one is here. So I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? I mean, I don't know what this, I mean, and they start going back and forth in that fashion. Like, um, neither of them really know what to do and neither of them really want to like, Prevent something from happening that maybe mm. should be happening. But they now, uh, they stay uh, where they are, or do they head off once we pass them? No, they don't head off. They just start following. Okay. And they're following at a uh, respectable pace. Like, they give you guys a little bit of distance, mm-hmm. you know. And so, okay, so you're going in, and everybody, like I was saying, these people... They look like they're they're dressed like, excuse me, they're dressed like slaves, but they're not like emaciated or, you know, their skin isn't like really like, you know, covered with nothing but mud. Oh, there's some lovely mud down here. You know, it's nothing like that, you know. But it's nice to know that if they were mud people, they would be happy about it based on, <laughs> <laughs> on that comment. All of Will's mud people are just happy to be among the mud. Well, of course. I mean, why wouldn't you be, right? It's true. Mm-hmm. It's about how hot it is out. It's also oh, fair. it's not hot at all. <laughs> Don't forget, mm-hmm. it's 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 getting into wintertime. And matter of fact, it's it's gotten rather cold. So you guys can see your breath and all this different stuff right now. Okay. So you're just going to go walking up into... Yeah, I mean, following, do yeah. I see the uh, what? What are obvious to be the uh, priests or just these? Nobody obviously looks like anything besides just. There's nobody there. Well, give me a perception roll. 
For somebody that's like obviously there, nope. I just stop there at the uh, site of the sacrifice and I announce life cutters. I have come. Join your brother. Okay, they all kind of like look around at each other. There's some whispering that goes back and forth. And then there's two people that break off and start to come uh, close to you. Uh, one is a woman. Uh, she's got... Uh, I'm clueless, by the way. Okay. She's got... <laughs> Well, and you you would be probably anyway. Uh, she's got blonde hair, and uh, it's pulled up. Uh, she's uh, got essentially a long brown stained cloak on, and the, the hood is thrown back. Uh, her features are not very remarkable in any sense. It's like you could definitely pass her in a crowd crowded city, and you probably wouldn't notice. You know. Um, the other guy, there's a guy with her though. He is got red, red hair, almost to the point where you think maybe it's dyed. Um, he's got a red beard. He's really broad a chest and uh, thick hued kind of guy. Think of, as uh, anybody, you guys have seen the Conan movie, right? The, yeah, one, sure. the one with Arnold, where it's pushing the thing there. Remember when he was fighting in the pits and there was the guy with the red beard? Vaguely. Okay, so anyway, there's a guy I with a red beard. I love <laughs> that movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh, dude, you need to re- remedy know. that. Um, he, too, is dressed in clothes that are stained and what have you, and they come walking up, and the, the, the lady smiles, and she goes, and who might you be? And she's I am Death Salvation. salvation. And then I give a, a nod. And who might you be? I am Juliana Mortitis. Kind of give her an odd look at that uh, response. You know the name, though. Um, The name... That is not a typical response for a Nerulian priestess. Well... Are you not the child? We're not Nerulians here. We're just common slaves. Now, uh-huh. you know the name, though, that she gave you, and the name is of a Horn Society hierarch who was a high level, well, a, a priestess of Nibiru. Okay. So, okay. Julia Childs? Yes. If you want to call her that, <laughs> feel free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always knew Julia Childs was up to something. You know what? Okay, so this is a tower voice is going to be now. Oh no! Look what you've done. You guys, you guys can think well, that. Paprika. Yes. Well, you see, I didn't expect to run into a a, a Neruli. I like the other voice better. Yeah. Other I voice. can understand it. Yeah. Let's stick with voice number one. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> So you 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 know that, uh, and you can tell that when she when she name drops herself, she's watching you for recognition. And I'm so, more offended that she did not give the proper response. I'm not real worried about her actual name. Oh, that's fine. And then I, that's why I chastise her for giving an improper response. Okay, so how do you? It, 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 I just ask. I mean, is that you know that's. Are you not the uh, the uh, child? I mean, that's you know the proper response for a priestess would be to say, "I am death salvation." Okay, so well, <laughs> and then her response was, "Is we're not Nerulians. 
Yes. We're slaves. Of course not. Then I bow again and say yes, and I'm a cleric of St. Cuthbert. Yes, you what, are. Uh, what uh, brings you out this way? Well, we're very curious about what you're doing here. And who are your friends? We're going to die. <laughs> I, got, I got us covered. These Steve, are my acolytes. Worry. This is my acolyte tail. And this is my acolyte wind. Tail and wind. Interesting. And she starts walking in a circle around you guys slowly. Yep. Now, the rest of the humans that were there, they start crowding in. Oh, good. In, in, in a circle around what's going on. And I say, actually, Tail is a is a is a novice, so he is at this time is is our custom unable to speak. Wind, however, is a, is a full acolyte. Oh, he is. And 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 where do you hail from? Uh, well, my lady, I was born in the den of inc- uh, infamy known as Rick Roost, but uh, I've been all over the world. And I take it, did you tell her your name? You did, didn't you, Ashenbrook? Me? No. Oh, you did? No, I haven't, I haven't said her name no. yet. No. Okay. And, and what is your name, good priest of Nerul? And I nod again and say, I am Death's Salvation. But your name? My name, you, you may call me Ash. And where do you hail from? I do not remember, but most recently, Rook Roost. So you're from the chapter of Rook Roost? I do not remember where I hail from, but I am most recently from Rook Roost. And how does the chapter of Rook Roost fare? I cannot speak to that knowledge because I am not there. No, from when you were most recently there. We can <laughs> we can dispense with all the odds. You will either present yourself as a real priest in rule, or a bunch of slaves might have something to do with that. We're, uh, you, you have to understand, good sir, we're not really supposed to be here. So running across a Nerulean priest such as yourself, one who is so obviously gifted, and she points towards because you're carrying the the the, the scythe, right? The one yep. that you, she points to that and she goes, "This speaks volumes." But I wish to associate that with this, and then she points at you. Well, and I say, first we must sing the song together before we can become more than we are currently are. All right, she'll do whatever mumbo jumbo you guys. I'm assuming <laughs> it's, I'm, I was just going to assume it was Sweet Home Alabama. No <laughs> doubt. That's the first thing that happens is he says that, and then all you hear in the distance is bing, bing, bing. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the slaves yells out, Do Freebird. <laughs> A couple of lighters. Oh, people don't use lighters anymore. A couple of cell phones pop out with the flashlights on. All right, so after we get through all of the, uh, what I consider the proper, and I keep looking at her like this this uh, priestess is certainly uh, not a very good priestess. Um, 
Well, here's here's the Definitely thing. questioning her her abilities and and her pedigree at this point because Ash has always been very much by the book. He's very book trained and everything, mm-hmm. so he knows every stance, every verse, every stanza of everything oh, yeah. that's ever been scribbled, and he knows it backwards and forwards. And, and, and there's been so many breaches of etiquette with this person who's been out in the wilds for however long that uh, uh, really truly questioning her uh, her. Her, her true commitment. <laughs> well, here's the one thing that you know, like I said, she name dropped and I just said for sake of argument, even being holed up where you were in Rookroos, because your chapter wasn't associated with the hierarchs. You're associated with the with Neural and, and the mm-hmm. divine God, you know, the Reaper. Uh, so, um, but you guys do knew, you knew about the hierarchs and you knew about them because they were essentially there was the driving force behind the horn society were priest of hexter and the priest of neural and they were in charge of a kingdom so you know it's sort of like thinking you know you've got somebody who's a very devout priest and then you've got like these guys living in the gilded palace sort of thing they're both serving the same god but and One of them just got fooled by or got almost got fooled by a doppelganger recently, so even more suspicious. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so that's her, and and she is while she was one of the lesser hierarchs. Okay, she definitely wasn't somebody who was one of like the main dudes. You know, definitely wasn't the nameless one. Um, she's you know. To, to be one of the hierarchs, you got to have some some juice is basically what it comes down to. Yeah. So you guys get done doing your singing songy thing or whatever. And then the, the guy in the red beard goes, are you done? Are you done with all the singing and the crap? Gosh, I swear you get your name rulings together. You either want to do one of two things, be sick and kill people or just sing and do stupid shit. Gosh. And he like turns around and starts just marching off and he goes, I swear. Nothing like a good old battle, but no, no, we got to go and hide around and march around. And, got those <laughs> <laughs> and so he's just and I, as he walks away. I raise up my hand and let Nerul bind thee, bind thee in blood. Which he could take over he wants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he ignores it. And so, uh, uh, but then I turn back to uh, Julia Childs there and I say, yes, uh, Rook Roost uh, is uh, last I that I'm aware of was being led by Dokken. You may remember him as being a uh, lowly sub-priest once upon a time. But he uh-huh. is now the ruling faction in the, uh, in the sect. Oh my dear, I have no idea who you're talking about. Exactly. I, I, I never like a bad anybody. 80s hairband, Dokken. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and she's like, this coming from Talon, so. Right? Yeah, Talon. Exactly. <laughs> looks like he just came from one of their concerts, yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, uh, she, oh, I, I don't. Uh, I didn't uh, bother myself with such a lowly people down on the evolutionary chain of command. But you, obviously, you are something special. Did Nehru point you towards us? Are you here to meet us and join the cause? That must be what it is. Oh, 
joy. Please come to my tent. We'll sit, we'll drink, we'll eat. We'll discuss with each other. And bring your two acolytes. Yes, an acolyte and a novice, yes. Yes, novice, acolyte. It's all the same. And she just starts leaving. And I like, just like, give her just a weird long stare, like, really? (laughs) (laughs) While this is happening, Talon is thinking of his favorite Dawkins song called Standing in the Shadows. I see you looking him up. From the album, (laughs) from the album Back for the Attack in 1985. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wyndon's mostly thinking about how incredibly screwed he is right now. Okay. Now, as you guys are walking towards this tent, uh, Juliana, which is her name, uh, <laughs> she says, you must uh, excuse uh, Vossler. He, he is rather volatile. Um, he is uh, the remainder of the uh, Hextorian priests from the Midlands. You, you do know that their temple there was raised. And you guys know the Midlands was run by Hextorian priests. They weren't connected to the Horn Society, but they ran this, they had this like a uh, temple fortress and they pretty much ran it. And when I use invaded, they like, yeah, let's do it. And they just went out and were just like decimated because <laughs> they were outnumbered and whatever, but they're like, yeah, f- fucking war. Let's do it. You know, they got <laughs> docking playing on their boom boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I should get that into the background music right now. <laughs> Every time I do that, it fucks things up, but I'm going to try. So, <laughs> so she leads you into one of these tents. Now, this tent uh, is uh, a little bit bigger than the others. And as she's leading you in there, uh, you notice that they're they're doing like whatever they do with the body after the sacrifice. So leave it to the crows, I suppose. So they're they're getting it ready to obviously... Well, for one, it's not in the center where everybody can trip over now that the ceremony is over. So they're going to do what they would do with it. Um, But all those people are talking like mad whispering. You know, it's, you know, um, and they're all like just staring like at Ash big time because he's like walking through with essentially a holy weapon. You know, and and. Anyone who's there that's a Nerulian uh, worshiper, they know what that is. You know, if not through, uh, I mean, they've heard stories, at least, of such a weapon. So um, she goes walking into the tent. Now, the inside of the tent doesn't look anything like the poor and rundown bullshit that's outside. She takes off that cloak and beneath her cloak, she's got on very nice gowns, velvet and what have you. And she takes the cloak and just puts it on a hook or something. Uh, there's like a, a cloak uh, rest or whatever at the door. And there's nice benches in there. There's a couch in there. There's like a, a couple of iron uh, brazers with uh, fires in the center. Um, and there's like some tables with food and what have you. She's like, please come sit. So Ash, tell me, tell me, tell me. Nerul has sent you, has he not? He must have sent you. Look at you, you carry the sight. We are on a path. And you've come to that path's end, obviously. Well, when we get to our final destination, that's where it'll be. We continue along a path. Excellent. With ours. You. Correct? 
I do not know at this time. I was led here. Oh. I will gain information, and then I will know what to do next. Well, uh, I, I feel confident. I am a very high-ranking priestess of Nerul. I, I, I serve the Lord. I mean, he has gifted me with countless of powers and abilities. So I, I'm sure that that's what it is. I'm sure he'll let us both know before, possibly in the morning. So, But in, until that time, please, you and your novice, and she looks at you like, did I get it right this time? But she points to Steve. And your acolyte, and then she points to Talon. He's <laughs> like, they're welcome as well. All of you can stay. Uh, we're headed to to Red Hat. And you can come with us. Where were we going? Red, Red, Red Hat. Red Hat. Oh. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, what is your business in Red Hand? Well, of course, the reestablishment of the Horn Society. Please sit. And she goes over and she sits on one of the uh, uh, the couches and like picks up a piece of fruit and like nibbles. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sit like as close to the door, the clo- whatever seat's closest to the door, or uh-huh. the lap, or whatever's the appropriate word here. I just okay. stand and I look over at Ash. Now, nobody else came in there with you guys. It's just you and Juliana. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nobody else. Nobody else. Not even that Vossler guy. You know, you heard him like mumbling around outside, but that was about it. So. So. Uh, uh, you're quite the talkative type. I can see. What about you? And she points to, to Talon. <laughs> Once again, did, did, this is did, my initiate, did my novice. He is vow of silence. Oh yes, I forgot. Well, I release you from that vow of silence. You may speak freely to me and only me. And then, when we're done, consider your vow of silence reinstated. I say so and commanded for my power to Nerul. <laughs> and I look at her and say, "Are you a knight of the merciful sigh?" I'm more than a knight of the merciless eye. I'm the king. I'm the queen. <laughs> I don't know the hierarchy, but she she like rolls off some sort of like uh, super impressive title of whatever. And um, actually, from she connects, your she connects assassination out there, it appears you are more a member of the Misery Code. Misery Code? No, nothing of the sort. Some of the other priests that took care of that were, but you know. We're well, all one big family. Oh, well, I, I was a knight on the weekends for a while. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a pal. Like an auxiliary knight. Uh, <laughs> no, honey, I'm a high priestess. Yes. I've I'm trying been... to decide which sect you belong in. You're not a knight. I don't need You're a not sect. a paladin. You must be part of the misery code. I'm above sects. I've transcended them. I serve neural directly. I don't need little codes and rules by made up of some organization on how best to serve the, the dread lord. I just talk to him and he tells me. Maybe you'll get there someday. And you're obviously on your way. I mean, look, he's gifted you with such a fine weapon. At this point, I kind of glance around. I'm looking for ghosts. Um... 
let's just do a let's just roll because there's a good chance that there's some like following them but i don't i just don't know how and let's see i'm just gonna roll and see we, we need a below 10 oh yeah she's got actually she's got quite a few that are just kind of like hovering around her at that point, I say, if you'll pardon me, I'm going to uh, speak with some of your associates here. And I get up and I kind of like walk around and find one that looks the most um, interesting and say, why do you follow this one? I, uh, uh, let's see. It's essentially, it, it, he looks like some sort of death priest, this guy you're talking to. Mm-hmm. There's one that looks like a death priest. There's one that looks like a lady in waiting and one that looks like a nobleman. Okay. So those are the three. Which one do you want first? Okay, the death priest. Why do you follow this one? I wait to watch her undoing. Why do you wait for that? Because the bitch killed me. (laughs) I mean, I'm kind of waiting for that, and I just met her. (laughs) (laughs) And what would they call you in life? He, he essentially says that he was some sort of, uh, he was some Nerulian uh, militant of some sort. So you, you can put that into the hierarchy wherever you wish. <laughs> and I say, very well, death is your salvation. Sleep now, child. Be done with your troubles. And then I turn or whatever happens with him, I don't care. And I turn to the next one and I say the same thing. Why do you follow this one? Essentially, uh, both the no, the 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 woman and the nobleman are both. They're all waiting to see her death. Is all essentially right. what it is. And then I ask their names. The woman wants to see her death because it's her sister. The um, the nobleman wants to see her death because he was part of. Uh, he's some shieldland uh, uh, monarch. Uh, some nobleman from the Shieldlands that was actually engaged to her at one time. <laughs> oh, God. Ah. And he, she killed him as well. Yes. Ah. So when I get done with my little interviews and I give each one the uh, sleep now and be done with your troubles thing and and uh, I'm assuming she just sat there watching the whole time. She did. She did. And very, uh, very curiously. And I finally turn back to her and I say, hmm, I think we have learned what we need to learn here now. I have no more questions for you. And then I may start, start to make my way towards the exit. Oh, I don't think you're going to leave quite yet. I haven't communed with Nehru. And as until I do, you will stay here as my guest. And if Nehru truly I... has plans for you elsewhere, you, of course, will be free to go. And I actually stop and turn around slowly and look straight at her and say, why did you kill your sister? <laughs> I killed that little bitch because she was in the way. And did your you lover? Her? Is that what you were doing? Oh, my goodness. You're that one. You're the one that can see and speak with all the ghosts oh how delicious i've heard of you now yes now i know oh ah it is a pleasure to meet you it really is someone with your talent mm. 
It's a shame that they kept you locked down there for so long. We tried to get you to come, you know, have them uh, let you come to us in, in the Holland Society. We, we could put your talents to use. But they held on to you tightly. Oh, yes, they did. They wouldn't let you go. Said you were a prized possession. Yes, a possession. Yes, very much so. So, uh, please, I will gift unto you a, a tent. You can, you can spend the night here, but please understand I can't allow you just to leave until I confirm such things for myself. You understand, don't you? You recognize my weapon? I do. I do. And that weighs heavily in your favor. And it's probably the reason you weren't manhandled and, well, you know, you may be even killed. But until, until I do that, please... Allow yourself to, to rest, relax. I do believe there's some ill weather coming, and I would hate for you to be caught in that. And if Nayrul wishes it, I'm sure Nayrul will speak with you as well. I need to speak with my companions. Very well. Uh, I, I, allow me. And she, like, does, like, she puts her, you know, does one of those real loud cowboy whistles. <laughs> and, like, some dude comes in. Uh, dressed all in slave, like you know, type stuff. And he goes, uh, show them to uh, Vossler's tent, and then tell him he needs to come see me. Um. Uh, oh. Okay. The guy seems kind of like uh, uneasy about that, but he was like, um, "If you gentlemen would follow me, please." And uh, he like goes outside, leads you across. Um, now, everybody else that's there, they're like kind of broken down into just like sitting around, talking and eating and drinking. Okay. Uh, the body is gone. You don't know what happened to it. Uh, he leads you over to another tent that's basically a, across the way from hers and um, not as big as her tent, but bigger than the other tents. Uh, he opens the flap and he motions for you gentlemen to go in. I walk right in like I own the place. Okay, okay. I'll follow it. I'm following us for now. Okay. <laughs> so, you guys go in. Now, it, it's it's another. Now, the inside, of course, uh, this one is, it has furniture. It has a it has a couch for sleeping and sitting on. And on that uh, is a, uh, is that red haired guy. And he like has sit up and he was, he's holding a book and a cup of wine. He goes, what the hell are you doing here? And he goes, sir, uh, Lord uh, Vassal, please, um, the lady requests your presence and bade that these gentlemen uh, relax here in your tent. And he like looks like he's pissed and looks like he's going to say something. Then he drains the cup, chucks it to the ground, flips the book onto the bed and walks through. And he's, you guys going to... Like oh, I'm making way. I'm not okay. Yeah. What about yeah. Talon? Yeah, I'll step aside. What about Ash? I just bow towards him and thank him for his hospitality. And that that actually takes him aback for a second, and you can see it melts a little bit of his 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 like grump going on. And he like gives you a bow and he goes <laughs> and he goes he goes out of the tent and then when he leaves then the uh the guy who showed you in there goes uh can can i get you lords anything uh there's drink and food here already as you can see and he points over at a table but um I, if a was, moment alone is what i require not a problem and he turns around <laughs> and he goes right out <laughs> <laughs> 
in the, in the flap of the tank goes. Okay. And yeah. I turn and I say, it's all, it isn't all things. No, no, really in the walls have ears. <laughs> and Talon can't talk. You're not really a novice. You know, you can actually speak. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm aware that when we're not around other people, I, can, I don't have to care. I'm not, I'm not that method and actor. I thought this was just a new career path that you were going to go down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I, so well, I, I do say I hope you have uh, all observed what you wished to see here. Hold, hold on. Before we get in any further on this, why don't we go ahead and take our break? We're like, right. uh, like okay. a, a minute off of it because this will lead into some conversation into more stuff. So um, everyone, we're going to take a really quick break. Uh, so I'm not going to do it. I was waiting gonna, for it. I know you were. I'm not going to give do. you satisfaction. They can go to the bathroom. They can get their snackages. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And that's hold it. On. You Let do me... exactly what Will says, guys and gals <laughs> watching. Let me make a note here as to what will happen. Yeah. How did you spell talent? Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll be back in a moment. Do whatever you'd like. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back. Thank you, Welcome ladies back. and gentlemen. And I hope you had ample opportunity to do whatever you wanted, regardless of what Will wanted you to do. Do you know what I did? I got a snackage and I got a beverage. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I'm not saying that, that that's what others have to do during the break, but I'm just saying. I mean, it's it's solid advice. It is, but it's kind of yeah, like. I just it, don't know that we need to order them. It, the, the break is their time. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's sort of like that person that tells you what to do when you already know how to do it. That's yeah. the role. That's the role I'm filling. It's like when I go to a restaurant because I don't eat meat. People feel the need to read the menu to me. That's right, and point out things that don't have meat in it. I can I can do this on my own. I haven't eaten meat since 1994. Like I, I probably like assume this. you're too weak for lack of yeah. protein. Right? <laughs> we make it through the menu. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I can't wait for the first time I go to a dinner with with Adam because that's all I'm going to do. <laughs> it's like, you notice that's got meaning. You can't get that. <laughs> I'll ask the, the server, do you have a special vegetarian or are we vegan now? I don't understand. No. You have to explain this. All right. Okay. Let's get back right. to it. All right. Okay. So you guys are in, in the tent. You're in uh, Vossler's tent. Yeah. Uh, like I was explaining to um, – uh, to Adam there, uh, Talon, you notice that you know there's lots of weapons and armor in here, and it's these are not decorative things; these are for use and have been used. So yeah, um, I'm looking as we're talking. I'm just looking for any symbol, any indication of anything else besides fucking Nerulians or. Oh, he's got he's got like uh, the the holy symbol of uh, Lee Kim. If you're still on there, man, um, what's the, the what was it? Hexter. Oh, Hexter. What's, Hexter. What's, what's the uh, the holy symbol? It of was Hexter. six arrows and a downward fan. Is what I read. Yeah, there you go. So that emblem is actually in uh, is 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 um, like embossed on the armor. Okay. Um, and you can see it like on some of the uh, some of the weapons, it has it like embossed into the hilt or what have you. So um, yeah, this this guy is, is a full on uh, priest of Hexter. Yeah, you know that so for I, sure. Yeah, I'll just I, I'm uh, gonna 
I'm going to say to Ash, now, regardless of your prejudices and what you think of her as a person, is it possible for someone to directly commune with Nairul, or is that impossible? Well, I can do so, should I choose. Okay. (laughs) So she could be actually able to do that, then. She could be choosing to do so, yes. Interesting. And this is the first time that you guys, because she pointed out, I mean, you guys remember the day that you kind of woke up and then Talon was walking around going, look, I got a magic sword. And then um, I said, look at (laughs) Raven's Edge. Isn't it cool? (laughs) (laughs) And and this big double handed uh, sight thing that uh, Ash was wielding. Uh, I well, mean, technically, Salas yeah. was was wielding. Yeah, yeah she was while. she was carrying around. But you you guys <laughs> notice it's like uh, out of nowhere. But it's like Ash never really said anything about what the hell this thing was. But does it look like a normal scythe? Or does it? Oh no. Like... no. Okay. No. Okay. No. No. Because I mean, remember... I could summon my crossbow, but yeah. <laughs> the... The the wood of it is like highly polished in black, and the blade is deep. I mean, it's like pitch obsidian black. Like it doesn't. Ref- it, it's almost as if light gets sucked into it. Right. Okay. Sort of veil. Yeah. You guys, you guys knew for right off the bat. You're like, mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So just one more thing to add to the list. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Things to cut. Mm. So okay. I'll say, I'll say, okay, so you came here, and I'm pointing at Talon, you, mm-hmm. I'm just talking, you came here to find some hobgoblin commander or something? Yes, and I do not understand why there are Nerulians disguised as slaves, along with hobgoblins under Olgin's banner. So then I say, this... you have seen me dressed as a cleric of St. Cuthbert. I'm assuming it's another thing. Yes, but this is a very specific banner. And if these hobgoblins are here, either Olgin is dead, or he is a part of this somehow. Well, this... you guys know who Olgin used to, used to work with, or for? He was Iusian. No, he was originally Horn Society. Oh, yeah, I did and, forget that. Yeah. He originally worked for the Horn Society. And when the Horn Society coup happened, essentially what, what, what occurred was the hierarchs were wiped out. The infrastructure of the Horn Society was essentially just taken. Assimilated by Ayu. Assimilated by Ayu. So it's yeah. like, you know, the doors in the temple uh, or the whatever in, in Morlag uh, flew open and a bunch of Iusians walked down and go, ah, you work for us now. And Yeah, we've been there. Yeah, we get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and so what happened was is that's when, remember, I was saying Olgin took the opportunity because the, there were a number of hmm. Hobgoblin tribes that worked for the Horn Society. Right. Olgin took the opportunity and he because hobgoblin tribes will fight against each other. And then if whichever one wins, they don't like decimate the other ones. They assimilate them to grow mm-hmm. bigger and stronger to yeah, take so on. He's, other tribes. he's consolidated all these. He forces. consolidated the hobgoblin tribes into one. But who I mean, I do not. Supposedly understand. now they work for Ayus as mercenaries. But now it seems like with the affiliation with these um this Juliana, they might have gone back to the... My concern is twofold. One, 
I am concerned that I will not find Olgan. My second concern is that this group makes its way toward Red Hand, as do we. Yes, and this week should join force with them to keep an eye on them. Now, this may be a way to get rid of some of our baggage. What 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 do you mean by bag? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking specifically about Raleigh, yes? <laughs> <laughs> no, he seems to like Winden, so we'll have to keep him around. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I'm not gonna I don't relish the thought of staying in this camp any longer than I absolutely have to. Uh, if you wanted to stay, Ash, and, and ride it out, that's obviously fine. But well, we need to figure out. Um, we need to do figure we... out what they are doing. What is do their we... plan? Do we need um, to figure that out? Well, though? because I mean... if they can help us um, against Zeech and uh, be able to help return our souls or your soul, and mine is now. Property of the Raven Queen. It's got a little, <laughs> it's got a little tag, and it's a sharpie uh, written there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, um, but they are go- we we are going to the same place. Getting yes. away from them is not going to be easy. We well, can leave this camp anytime we so choose. Okay. But, good. Good. Um. But I would like to at least find out if Olgan is here. And then, too, we need to understand that even if we leave here now, or in an hour, that when we arrive at Red Hand, they will be either with us, before us, or after us. But it will not be a long time either way. Yeah, but I mean, we could probably have... I mean, there's like an army here. We could just disappear into the city. It's not like they're going to be looking for us specifically but i see what you're saying i get your point um frankly this place just creeps me out on many levels and uh so you want to see if ogan's here and what do you want out of this ash me yes i want what i always want in this case i uh must uh follow the ancient traditions our ancient tr- traditions demand worship and sacrifice. <laughs> Not it. <laughs> then I start to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> then I uh, say, <laughs> eh, if that bitch out there was thought that I was going to follow her, she's got another thing coming. Is, but I do want to see what she's up to. She appears to be a woman of power. Is this not true? Oh, I'm sure she is. <laughs> and here's more important than that. She's a woman of power surrounded by dozens or hundreds of people. Yes, uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, follow her beck and command, obviously. She's the true leader here. So, At least one of them. And if she truly is one of the hierarchs, um, then she is not to be toyed with. So... Do we try to see if this Ogan's here? And if so, I guess you could try to kill him if you want or not. I don't know what your plan is on that regard there, Talon. Um, In that case, I think we should ask her permission before we were to make a move like that. Or none of us will walk out of here alive. Yes. We at Uh, least need to understand more about this situation here. And if it is possible that he is here. And once we uh, know that information... 
we could make our escape. Okay, good. That, that, that's 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 what I like to hear. If okay. he is here, yes, it will be after he, his blood has been spilt. And I say, uh, Winden, we should ask somebody. Um, it's beneath my station to poke my head out and yell, and obviously he is under a, right, a, a right. vow of silence. So, I uh, I'll, I'll, okay. Uh, so I'm gonna stick close to you guys because you're the only ticket I have of getting out of here, probably alive. But um, maybe I'll, if we go back outside, I can chat up some of the people and ask about the more secular power in the camp as well. So, excellent. I think it's time to stretch our legs. And with that, I pick up some random food thing and recommend you guys do the same and uh, wander back outside. So you you come outside uh, and there uh, when the when the tent opens and you guys walk out. Oh, by the way, um, before Mm -hmm. we do that, I'm going to just grab that book that uh, Vossler was reading. Vossler. Just Uh, take a quick peek at it. It is some sort of treatise on uh, combat and tactics. I put it down. Okay. So, I mean, it's... I was uh, just curious to see what he was reading. Yeah. It, essentially, it's like some sort of version of, like, uh, the Art of War or something. I get it. Right. right. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, when you guys come out of the tent, um, the uh, supposed New Orleans that are around there, um, they all get quiet. You know, they were like, you know, talking and all this. I mean, they get quiet and they're all just staring at Ash. And a lot of them all just start like bowing to it. <laughs> so like as he like does his peacock strut around, you know, looking, they you know, all like as he gets near, they'll, they'll bow to him. And then as he passes by, then they'll then they'll come up. And I return the appropriate courtesy. Good job. Now, the uh, tent of uh, Juliana, uh, there's uh, two hobgoblins standing out in front of it now, uh, armored and armed, uh, and they're, they're just there. Are there any other hobgoblins um, not near her tent? In, in, uh... No, not where you guys are at. These are all humans. Yeah, we need to get to some hobgoblins. Now all the hobgoblins are in essentially that ring of tents and stuff that's around. Yeah, them. yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know if there was any others that were just milling about. Nope. Well, then we'll drift over that way towards the ring of tents. Okay, so you guys start heading over that way, and they just all start watching you leave uh, out of that little horseshoe thing where the the Marulians are at, and they're, you know, as you start to. As you start to leave, there's like the, the, the whispering and the talk start to, it like raises a little bit in, in tempo. It's like, oh, he's out there. He's leaving. <laughs> and actually, when I get to uh, kind of motion for the others to continue, when I get to the spot where the sacrifice took place, I stop and I perform some ritual and I, and I stay there um, just to kind of uh, remove suspicions that we're trying to escape or something. Okay. So they just basically watch, you know, they haven't done anything. Nobody's really done anything to contest you guys since you've come into the camp. Right. They've, uh, they've watched you and were, were like concerned. Well, not even concerned, just really interested. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the hobgoblins were like, oh, 
didn't realize we were going to be meeting somebody, but he looks the part, <laughs> you know. So it's not like some uh, uh, paladin Heronius or some St. Cuthbert uh, fanatic came rolling up on your camp. <clears throat> and the Neruleans all got kind of like wide-eyed wonderment when they're looking at Ash. So. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to start milling uh, with Talon because he's probably mm. keeping the ruse of a silent person, I'm guessing. Until I see a hobgoblin, yeah, then I'll talk in goblin. Okay. There's there's plenty of hobgoblins out and about. Oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, all you have to do is cross that little bit of... It's, yeah. it's yeah. like a space of 20 feet that separates the hobgoblins from the humans. Yeah, because are- I don't think the hobgoblins are going to know all of the ins and outs about uh, Nerulian... Uh, pomp and circumstance here so just make we've... sure a human doesn't see you talking that's all. right 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 right. um i want to find just like either a soul hobgoblin or just a small group yeah there's like a group of a couple of them sitting around a campfire yeah you know um like, and i'll sort of like you know nod my head toward them to uh winden and and then walk uh toward them Okay. Right. They all nod mm. their heads towards you, and then they kind of like look at each other, like, oh, "What the fuck's you coming over to talk to us for?" <laughs> um, and then I stay in um, uh, Goblin. Um, I notice your banner; it's really fucking cool, man. I know that this is uh, Chief Olgan. From what I understand, he's real badass. <laughs> and they kind of look at each other like. Okay. Uh, and like, yeah, he's real badass. Yeah. Yeah. Goblin. You um, <laughs> this is how this is the goblin language. Yeah. <laughs> we it's canon now. Yeah, We've established that this is how goblins. I don't make talk. this up. Yeah. This is even <laughs> even though these are hobgoblins and they're a little bit they're cut above like right. just goblins. Are just I I speak. I I guess I well yeah I speak goblin so I'm. <laughs> I'm doing the lowbrow version. So I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. you know, two instead of usted. You know, it's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's they can tell... That, yeah. Well, there's like, okay, there's this human talking goblin to us. Well, technically, I look like at best a drow. Yes. Yeah, sort of. You, Which you is look, even probably more strange. Weird. Yeah, exactly. Um, Does he travel with you? Does he travel? No. Why, no, Ogan stays back in Molag. He will travel with us. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> this is appropriately, appropriately goblin-esque. <laughs> right? And they just go, they start talking amongst themselves. And yeah. hush, so hush tones. Before we I, of head course, back. have no idea what was exchanged. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I, um, yeah, so I'll turn, to, I'll, I'll start walking away from them. And as we start walk, I'll um, say back in common. Uh, um, the Olgan is not here. I say that we um, collect ash, maybe try to find out what these uh, Nerulians are planning to do in Red Hand. So we have at least some intelligence on this. And then we leave. Okay. Yep, that sounds great. I like the last part of that plan the most. So <laughs> <laughs> Can we start with that one? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So right, uh, we'll guys... head back to uh, Ash. Okay, you guys go back up in there, and Ash is finishing up his uh, 
um, mm. you know, whatever he was doing. He's he, he's like a, that needed needed to be as long or short as or as complicated as necessary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, he sort of like some kind of like rock star amongst the people yeah. sort of thing. You know, it's like um, it, uh, here comes your your novice and your alkaline. I motion them over so they can finish whatever bullshit we're doing, and uh, yeah, I just and I say, uh... <laughs> <laughs> start. They start flashing gang symbols. And all. Yeah, <laughs> they start throwing the signs at you, man. <clears throat> so, <laughs> so yeah, we uh, um, motion to them and uh, say and. Uh, to uh Winden and what did we learn? Um apparently the chief that uh, our friend is looking for is at his own headquarters and not here. Excellent. So the plan is to leave and yes. figure out what's going on. <laughs> yep. Okay. Then we should go speak with uh Joanna. Leanna. <sighs> great whatever her name is <laughs> okay as you guys uh, uh make and as i start to walk i say i have a way for us to get out of this camp i think um follow my lead that's what i've been doing this whole time we'll, uh, hopefully uh she'll see us on our way and she might even give us some provisions for our our journey okay as you approach the tent the two or she'll just kill us. One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm optimistic. The two hobgoblins. <laughs> yeah. Get this bright side, Ash. Yeah. <laughs> the, the two hobgoblins, uh, which both are armed with spears, um, cross them across the uh, the flap, like as in, you know. Right. You're not allowed to go in there. And, just, and as you guys come up, out of the mix of the other slave... Well, slave dressed uh people that same guy that took you over to vossler's tent comes comes hurrying up and he goes oh yes masters um uh the uh, the mistress uh, uh has uh asked not to be disturbed she's uh communing with with the rule uh she says mm. that uh aka when boning vossler <laughs> 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 what time of day is it it's past midnight no so uh, once she is completed uh, uh, her her rituals or whatever my lady is doing, uh, she said that she would uh, would send for you. And, and until that time comes, she she begged for you to uh, be at ease and, and rest yourself within Vassler's tent where I um, showed you. Sure. I'll look to Ash, like looking at him like, look, look fine. I'm like, <laughs> look at my eyes, like, let's go. <laughs> Very well. It appears that uh, the lady is not to be disturbed. We shall not disturb the lady. Okay. So you guys go back into the tent. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep. Okay. So all, I, I, what's the the plan now? What, what are you guys planning on doing? Long rest, apparently. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, you you will not be. Uh, um, uh, bothered uh you can uh, spend the the evening in uh in Vossler's tent no problem uh you can get a full rest um uh first thing in the morning <clears throat> it's pretty much almost uh at the same time as you guys are rousing and getting yourselves together um there comes outside the tent says uh pardon me uh, uh my lords uh and you can tell it's the voice of that dude right 
um, uh, the lady, uh, Juliana, uh, will see you now. Before um, he makes his appearance, I actually, because of my long rest, uh, swapped out one of my spells. Okay. And I am going to cast Divination. <laughs> okay. Um, so I do that. And I, uh, like, first thing in the morning is this is just before the sun comes up. I, uh, mm -hmm. and be, be, but before that, I do that, even I confer with uh, the Winden and Talon and say, I can ask one guy or one question of Nerul. Uh, question Would you like me to ask, or what uh, suggestions might you have? Should we, do you want to ask Nerul what, what, he what Juliana's planning on doing at Red Hand and see if it jibes with what she says. We can Ooh. do that. That's that's kind of tricky. I like that. Yeah. Um, Anything else? I mean, I would well, like you... to know if he can take these helmets off of our head, but I don't think that that is something. <laughs> we can that ask we... her that, but yes, uh, we but... should trust her more first. But I agree with Wyndon that uh, uh, his wisdom um, is. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm. I you, fucking yeah. Ask about what Winded said, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I go through the. Uh, not uh, morning guy. He's not yeah. a morning. He hasn't had yeah. his coffee. He's, yep. <laughs> I go through the proper uh, ritual, and then I do ask the question. Um, I say. Uh, I'm searching, by the way, while he's doing uh, this for any sort of um, uh, documentation. About uh, mission or um, so you're basically going through Vossler's shit. Yeah, like any names and uh, like a list of like names of people who are in the camp. Anything, anything no. that's interesting. You you find a hit list. Okay. Anybody uh, interesting on there? Yeah, Ayus, Krasner, uh, some other names you don't know. Uh, Aris um, Mortoth. With, uh, if you guys don't remember, Arsene he was the Rook Roost dude, right? Yeah, it's a Cambian that's in charge of Rook Roost. Yeah. Um, yeah. So right. there's, a, there's a bunch of names on there. They're all Iusians. I'm actually feeling much better about these guys now. All right. And so he's, um, yeah, it, it, basically, you also find like some odds and ends, like different things. Like there's a, a book of, uh, poetry actually but it's like it's all war poetry about um uh things for uh you know like the glory of battle and, and things along these their lines. version of tennyson charge of the light brigade yeah and there's also um some different things there that um are uh a couple of names here and there that you guys recognize as essentially um they they sound vaguely familiar as people that you knew of from the Midlands, you know. So like prominent Hextorian folk that used to be part of that part of the Bandit Kingdoms. Okay. So I like, I, yeah, I found yeah. what I needed. Yeah. So it's it's sort of like maybe you know um, you know somebody's name as far as uh, uh, the glorious battle of this guy who was a Hextorian priest that was like a buddy of his. You know, they wrote him into mm. a poem or some kind of bullshit. So yeah, I share the info on the hit list uh, with Wyndon while uh, Ash is doing his stuff here. 
All right, so yeah, I do the the uh, proper ritual. I basically I'm casting divination. Um, okay. So I'm asking the uh, question. So uh, how, what does that look like when when you do that when you cast this divination spell? I mean, is it? Uh... Well, for the first quite a while, you see this horrible look of distaste on Ash's face. I see that all the time when you look at me. He's going to be doing this. (laughs) It takes a long time to, like, suppress that emotion away. Mm -hmm. Then eventually he pulls out his alms bowl, puts some blood in it, um, puts some of the dirt that he collected yesterday from the sacrifice in there, in in it, and just slowly stirs it around, and then uh, adds, adds some incense and other things into it, and some... Finally, it picks up the uh, bit, bit of uh, one of the body parts. Um, he already gave Silverwolf his, his finger back. That would have been perfect. Yeah, sorry, I threw it to the ground, too. T- pulls one of the other body parts <laughs> that, that, that he's collected out, and he kind of mixes that in there and, uh, and you know, all into this alms bowl. And uh, eventually, um, when he feels that it's right, he finally asks the question, um, um, we are with this group of Nerulian priests. One of them, Juliana, claims to be above all other priests and to commune directly with you. I wish to know what her purpose is in going to Red Hand. If you would, uh, and blah, 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 you know, being all... How does how does he more. respond to you? Is it just like a, a voice in your head? Does it speak through a cloud that comes out of the bowl? Or no, it's up to the DM, I think. But the reply oh, might okay. be a short phrase, cryptic rhyme, or an omen. Correct. According to the spell. Um, so essentially, what will happen is, is as you make your preparations, uh, you you you'll go into a trance-like state, uh, and in that trance-like state. Um, the message appears in your in your mind uh in that voice it was basically like when uh you had your conversation before remember Mm -hmm. so it's essentially like that he talks directly to you okay Um, or at least as far as your interpretation is that's him talking to me and uh what he says is juliana uh what's the word i'm looking for juliana uh champions my cause and my church's cause she will not interfere with you and you should not interfere with her and then that's it all right so when i come out to that i pretty much look at the others and say um we're supposed to be hands off each other well i did find this list that they are looking to kill both Ayuz and uh, Karaptis. Karaptis or Krasner? Krasner. Oh, fuck. Eh, damn it. I was hoping they'd want to help me out with uh, Karaptis. No. Uh, th- those two, like those two names, it's like it's like watching Lord of the Rings, man, when everyone's got the same name. I had no <laughs> yeah. idea. I had to watch Spurgon. those movies three times Spurgon. to figure out who was who. <laughs> I did not read the books. I'm sorry, but I didn't do it. Ooh, uh, you know, you missed a lot by not reading the books. I know. I had no idea what was happening. Basically, we would watch the movies with a group of friends of mine and I. Then we would go to, like, a bar, and my friend Tom would explain to us what happened. (laughs) (laughs) 
for three movies we did this. <laughs> yeah. I I could just I can just see it now. Tolkien explained it through uh, drunk talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> drunk so. history. This is drunk fantasy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's good um, shit. So anyway, I share that with um, um, with Ash as well, and put it back where I found it. And you know. it, it it seemed you got the image or, or the uh, feeling that this is probably more of a personal hit list. You know, he's got like little pictures of you know a stick figure getting a dagger. I got. I, 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 I'm all about personal hit lists. I yeah. understand what this is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys, uh, Bossler and I have a new a new connection. I feel like now, like, <laughs> right? <laughs> this guy's all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, there you go. Uh, so uh, after you get done, you guys come out of the tent. That servant's standing there. Um, just go. The lady will see you, and you see the tent. Her tent, the flaps are pinned open, so the the door is open for you to just like walk straight in. All right, and now is the Vossler doing the walk of shame out or? Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. No, <laughs> no, Vossler is sitting amongst the other uh, humans, and he's eating breakfast. Okay. He already snuck out. Yeah, he did that already. We, we got we got a little bit of a late start with all the rituals and the <laughs> rifling through people's personal belongings. Oops. He's wearing the same clothes he was last night. Yeah, well, we were also in his tent, so right. <laughs> and I'm actually wearing new clothes of his. No, just... <laughs> yeah. And he curious. does. He, he doesn't. He, look, does... he wears white, not black. So he's not. Yeah. Uh... He gives you guys uh, a look, and it's not really a look of like "fuck you guys" or "I'm pissed at you," but it's not a friendly look either. It's like mm. something in between. Sure, yeah. I don't blame him. We took his room. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I'll lead the way in and go through all the proper pomp and ceremony again, even okay. though she doesn't seem to be. She'll, she, it. I uh, definitely hit every proper note. And, uh, <laughs> and she does so in return this time. Excellent. Like everything that you do, she does in return and she initiates everything in the proper way. And, you know, it's almost as if she was brushing up on the uh, Nerulean uh, handbook (laughs) (laughs) during the night. (laughs) Please come in, sit down. And I have great news. And Ash, Umbro, it is my deepest pleasure to have met you. I spoke to our Lord and he sings your praises and says that you are one of his chosen. And, uh, for any, well, I'm sorry if I was impolite in any sense yesterday. You understand. Of course. You're kind of getting the idea of maybe this is somebody who has been freshly whipped. <laughs> so, and there's like food laid out for you and everything. It's just now I. Why I've are you been... fucking with my golden boy, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> That's what she heard when she talked yeah. and they rule. Yeah, sure. I'm sure that's exactly how yeah. the rule sounds. <laughs> um, don't, so mess she, with, don't mess with Ash, son. He's cool. He's my boy. I've been instructed um, to assist you in any way that you uh, need uh, within my abilities. But uh, so long as that does not impede myself on my own mission. Excellent. 
And I have uh, a similar instruction that uh, we are to not get in each other's way. But you exactly. may be of assistance to us. And you might be assistance to us at some point, too, one would hope. And I say, you may have noticed that uh, I managed to uh, get uh, um, a problem. My associates and myself. And I kind of glance back at the others and say, it was Krasner, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. You are aware of one known as Krasner. Oh, very much so. He, he, he uh, serves the old one. Yes. And you guys know that it's, uh, it is very common, especially in the Bandit Kingdoms, um, you don't say the name of a god if you don't want their attention. So Ayus is generally only called Ayus by people who serve him. Everybody else, well, they'll call him by essentially his nickname, which is the old one. Or the yeah. evil one. It's kind of like interchangeable. Well, we were recently taken uh, captive by him, and he has um, placed control collars upon myself and my associates. Would you have any way of countering such magics? These these things is that what you're talking about your headband exactly allow me to inspect them and she gets up and um she doesn't come over to you ash she comes over to talon and like you know i I pull the hood down she like pushes yeah okay if you didn't she would push it back she like she's like starts like not forcefully like jerking your head around but Mm. she's like careful careful is it explosive and looking at it, do you say that? Do you break no, your mouth? No, silence. No, 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 no. <laughs> she starts looking at it and then, um, uh, you know, figuring them and, and drawing her uh, her lines around it. And then she says a couple of. Uh, she actually casts a spell. Oh fuck! If she blows my head up, I'm coming back. And uh, somebody <laughs> else, and I'm kind. Of, she's now on my. She's then on my top of my list. <laughs> Uh, after she's done casting the spell, um, she goes, um, these are not control collars. Um, what did, what were you told these were? That they would be allowed to, A, that there would be some control fast feature to it, uh, eavesdropping feature, and, uh, some kind of a death ability. A death ability? Yes, I don't know exactly how this it all seemed, works. See, if I may, it seemed uh, concussive in nature as it was described. Some kind of warlockery, I think. Interesting. Well, from what I can tell, and what I've been able to discern through my magics, um, these are only um, anti-scrying uh, devices. Nothing more. There's no other magics on them. I believe the explosive was mechanical, if I was remembering correctly, sir. Ma'am. No, I'm addressing it to you. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, she's clearly a woman. Yeah, no, no. I mean, <laughs> she's being, a I'm, lady. I'm the submissive part, so I'm like... Oh, sure, yeah. I recall no, you did the right thing. physical or mechanical explosive rather than... Yeah, magical? some kind of a mechanical, some gnomish invention, maybe. I don't know. 
I see nothing of the sort on these. Yeah, he's fucking with us. I, it, like I said, I mean, of course, one could probably use these items to track you through spells of divination to find particular items. I mean, if they crafted them, then they could cast certain magics to find out where they're at. But the magics that are placed mm-hmm. upon it is to uh, uh, keep scrying magic from detecting you themselves. So, I mean, whoever crafted them could find you, I would assume. There is such magics for that. But they, they, they did say as much, so... Yes. I detect no other magic, and I definitely t- detect no sort of mechanical um, apparatus within them. Perfect. <laughs> we shall have to uh, experiment. Hmm. It does look like it was painful to have them put on. It was not pleasant. Yes. I'm sorry. Is there anything else? Not that I'm aware of. We have business in uh, um, the place where you are going. Um, however, we have another group we are currently traveling with. Perhaps we will travel parallel to you. Interesting. Who is this group that you travel with? Obviously, uh, why don't you tell me what Krasner was doing with you and what he intends for you to do and what he intends for that to be? That's of great importance to me and to our Lord. I stop for a minute and I take a long, slow walk around the tent, very ponderously, kind of glance at my two companions to see if they have any objections. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally could come back in front of her and then stop and tell the whole story beginning to end. Interesting. Well, it appears that while we work on the same side, it also appears we're working against each other no. at the same time. Well, your Krasner wishes us to. Um, this one, this uh, this doppelganger. He, uh, I'm assuming, was very interested about um, what we were, and coming to find out, was he not? Of course. Yes. Yes. But I left some zombies and skeletons guarding him. So, Well, I will tell you something. I'll have to get back soon to refresh that spell. <laughs> it is... Kind of uh, remark to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take a chance, but I put my faith in our Lord in this matters. We are reforming the Horn Society. Prince Zeech no longer wishes to serve his Iusian masters. He wishes to break free, and to do so, he needs help. If he were to break free of the Iusians now, well, that would be free game for, one, the Iusians to come after him, but for others, the only thing that keeps the uh, remnants of the Shieldlands or the Fiorundians or even the Ernstians from crushing him is his alliance with the Iusians. But if the Horn Society was to rise again in Red Hat, we would be his assurance. The Iusians are weak now. We are gathering our forces there, and we will once again reestablish the Horn Society. And then we will take the war to Ayuz 
and we shall reclaim our lands, and we shall set ourselves up as the new masters of not just the bandit kingdoms, but of the horn society's lands and I uses. She actually gets like into it there for a second. <laughs> the music swells. Yes, it does. <laughs> There's some really sweet docking like uh, 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 rift going on. <laughs> Guitar solo going in in the background. Actually, Ash is very, very excited by this entire idea at this point. He's kind of swept up in the fervor. And, As you know, uh, the Iusians have put a mark on all the Nerulians and the Hexter uh, priests as well. Um, this is not something that we will stand for. And we will reestablish ourselves, reestablish our, our, our domains and our churches and our flock. And I bow and I say, long have I felt alone and abandoned in this matter. Not anymore. We work secretly. We are not ready yet to uh, spring fully this plan into action. Uh, we have uh, other contingencies uh, as of right now. Nesmajan works in the Fell Reef to keep the Iusians' attention away from what we're doing down south here. And you know, Nesmajan is, he's, an, he's another one of the hierarchs. You, and I mentioned this earlier. You guys didn't know if it was just a rumor or if it was true, but there was a, a contingency of uh, um, uh, Horn Society guys that were in the Fell Reeve that were doing guerrilla and fighting against the Iusians there, as well as all these other factions that are in this big-ass force. So, and as you might have guessed, Chief Olgen does not wish to serve Ayus. What is his role in all of this? Well, he will take up his... I must speak quietly about this matter. As you know, humanoids are, well, lesser beasts. They never have, could have the power of us humans. And so, while he was always a loyal servant in the past, that's when the hobgoblins were divided into separate tribes. But now that they're all under Ulgen's command, he wields a sizable force. We need his troops. We've promised him to be a hierarch. Something that'll never happen, though. I should hope not. Of course not. We will never have a non-human be a hierarch. So he should be assassinated at the earliest, as soon as his usefulness is over. When his usefulness has passed, he will be dealt with, and then we will break up his nation into the separate tribes so that they can be more easily handled again. I would ask you a boon. Yes. My novice should be the one to strike the killing below. Oh, very well. Uh, that's something that might be arranged, but... I do not know where our Lord calls you and what purpose he has for you. Well, for now, we both travel to Red Hand. This is true. I would like to, actually, upon further reflection, I would like to bring those forces into your camp so that the Krasner forces can be separated and removed. Very I well. believe the uh, blood festival shall last a few more days. We need a few more sacrifices. Hmm. 
Very interesting. But there is a problem with that. <laughs> if I am correct, this... I gotta look. The darts and ganger <laughs> is a spy. He can be first. For Krasner, is he not? Yep. He, he can go first. He's going there, because obviously Krasner is... Uh, Zeech can be a little bit overzealous, and obviously he's there's been enough of a rumor around for them to start sending spies down there to keep track of him and what's going on. If we were to just kill them all, that sends a very bad uh, message. Mm. But if we were to use them to funnel false information, that would be even better. Um, I don't think we should kill them. I cannot deny a person their right to die. No, of course not. But everyone has a, a duty to serve. And if their death being delayed serves the Lord, well. Very well. If... Uh, hmm. I can endure this. So you know, the, uh, your guide, Alfor, he is one of Olgan's. He, is, he works for us. I suspected that, I think to myself. Right. <laughs> but uh, as far as the others go, yes, I understand your, your want and your need to dispatch with them, especially the, uh, the, uh, the spy. But if Krasner doesn't receive some sort of information, it'd be different if we knew how he contacted him. If we could continue to send his messages for him, and then perhaps we could kill him. So what false information do you want to be planted? That Zeech and Red Hand are loyal subjects of uh, the uh, old one. Of course. And what shall we say we found here? Slave train. We are all slaves. Yes. Brought down. It is not uncommon for uh, Prince Zeech to by slaves that uh, Olgan's men uh, uh, procure from out of the shield lands and bring them down to Red Hand as forced labor. They're used to build his pirate ships and what have you. Uh, Prince Zeech is no fool. He realizes he needs as much uh, military might as possible, and he doesn't have the funds, but in conjunction with us, we can give him some slaves, and it all looks legit. He's saying he's using the profits from his piracy uh, to do so. After, of course, the tithe that goes uh, to his master, his supposed master. You'll like Zeech. He's an, an amiable man. Very understanding. Excellent. With that, I uh, say if there's nothing else, I should return to our camp before our... before point, we're missed. Attacks. Yes. yes. <laughs> we will wait a day before departing ourselves. Give you that head head start towards Red Hand so that we don't encounter each other on the road. Very well. Again, it has been a pleasure to meet you. Yes, likewise, I'm sure. And then... Uh, That'll be it. I mean, you guys could do... If you have any other questions for her, you could ask. Uh, aside from that, I, she's, 
guess I don't. Is anybody else? I'm good. I'm not allowed to talk. Tell us how I've Yeah, I think it's right, time to go. Right now in his head, when it's like, okay, can I get a boat and just leave this whole continent behind? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're so close to getting you your soul, man. We're almost there. I know, right? So let's uh, return to our camp and uh, see what fares there. Okay. All right. So you guys go. Um, she can't give you horses because yep. you didn't we come have, up with We have with horses it. still. Oh, that's right. You have horses that were, oh, gosh, man. Let's hope they're still there. <laughs> um, it's fine. Yeah. Let's, let's going to just do a straight up roll. There's a really good chance that they're still there. So I'm going to say that I have to beat a 15 for something bad to have happened to your horses. Or would you, what do you guys prefer to roll? <laughs> I mean, they're know. horses. They're tame. They yeah. stay pretty, pretty much. Yeah, I'm not worried about them so much. Away. I'm not worried about them so much as maybe something coming across them. Right. Not necessarily even killing them either. Maybe just spooking them. You know what I'm saying? So, really yep. depends on the role. I don't want to be the one who have lost our horses. So, Will, uh, you can you can make that roll. I'll, I'll roll. I'm I'm right. it's, I'm probably gonna get like a natural twenty, but I'm usually rolling very low in this uh, system here. Eight. There you go. Not a problem. Your horses right. are exactly where you left them. They seem a little bit thirsty and a little bit uh, hungry, but uh, they're there. So, okay. All right. So you guys go, you get your horses and you start riding. Now, in the morning when you guys woke up, um, it was colder than it had been. Mm -hmm. uh, for, and it, it, that night, there was definitely some, some cold weather blowing in. Um, but after you find the horses and uh, uh, start on your way, going back to your camp, um, the first few flakes of snow start to drift down. Oh. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cold, but not terribly, terribly cold. Uh, but the wind is starting to pick up, and that's probably your biggest... Uh, problem out on the plains here is the uh, the wind. So, okay. So you, as you guys ride, you, you, you go and you come across. Uh, it takes, uh, see, it did. How long was it? You guys were camped how far away? It wasn't terribly far. No. It, wasn't very far. No, it was less than an hour, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll say in just roughly over an hour's time, you guys make it to, uh, uh, the place because it takes a little get your bearings mm -hmm. and what have you and so a little over an hour you start to come upon um, where the camp was and it was uh, in a depression or like mm -hmm. a little uh, whatever um, and as you are cresting the hill and you start to come down uh, there are dead horses yep I knew it <laughs> Circle marks and there's circle marks on the ground, Will. <laughs> well, there's not circle marks on the ground so much as well. There are. Uh, well, first I'll tell you what you see from from up on the up on top. Uh, there are dead horses. Yep. And you can see that there's equipment laid around. Okay. And um, that's about it. Now the horses that are dead, there's two of them, but they're not they've been like torn apart and they're not whole. Right. Okay. Right. There's, there's just 
pieces and, and, and parts of them. Okay. Um, you can actually see a hole in the ground. You can see the darkness of the hole that, uh, that goes in. Uh, are you going to get closer or? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, excellent. So as you guys start, I mean, to my get you know the the sword comes out. I'm sorry, right. Raven's Edge materializes through the uh, shadows. What's Raven? Yeah, I uh, loosen. I swear to God. <laughs> okay, so um, as you guys get closer and you start to come down, you do notice that there's some of those turned dirt holes mm-hmm. as well as this one that's just open. Yeah. Yep. Do I see any of like Raleigh slash Morgan's stuff? No. Are my zombies there? Parts of them. It looks as if they were smashed. And, they must and, have had to defend themselves. Yep. That's that's de- definitely your in- interpretation. And there's blood as well, but surprisingly, not a lot. Pretty much the blood is mostly around. The horses. The, the Since horses there's no immediate danger, I immediately mm. collect Salas's uh, bone pile. <laughs> first things first. Later. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because Salas is a big is a big deal, man. <laughs> and, we're, and, and we're getting close to being able to talk to her again. So that's right. <laughs> Gosh, I got. I hope I remember her voice. I'll have to. <laughs> yeah. well, you yeah. can go back on YouTube slash Mr. Adam PL or listen to it on podcast <laughs> wherever podcast uh, whatever wherever you listen to podcasts. There you go. There you go. Okay, so you collect that stuff. What, what are you? What are you guys doing? I'm. I'm. <laughs> I'm looking and listening around uh, for any sight of danger but uh, i have a feeling it's under us at this point so mm-hmm. roll me roll me a perception sure uh, are there any actual bodies no than... there's no bodies yeah oh, just horses okay 14 yep, just 14 okay you don't see anything in particular yep i'm gonna look down the hole okay it is a it's dark in there of course mm-hmm. and it goes down like basically uh about you know like the other one goes down like basically about ten feet, and it's just darkness in there. And this one, the hole itself is roughly about five feet in diameter. So, and it's the same thing. It goes down and it goes down into like a T connection with mm-hmm. another tunnel, and it goes and it connects to them. As you guys are doing this, you know as. Ash is picking up the bones as you were looking around. And then as Talon goes over um, with his black sword and looks down, Raven's into the edge <laughs> looks down into the hall. Um, the wind starts picking up even more and the drifting flakes of snow start turning into a lot of snow coming down. So, jeez. Uh, Well, I can't see in the dark. I'm sure that Talon can. I can. Uh, I can't. Okay, I, I didn't know if Ash could or not, honestly, with his powers. So, uh, I can cast <sighs> light on something, but uh, yeah. I think if we want to find at least Raleigh slash Morgan and maybe the other guys, we're going to have to 
Yeah, I need Morty around. I think for a few more days. Yeah, Morty's not there either. Yeah. Are you? Are you okay? Ash, give me a perception roll. Okay. Twenty-four. Wow. Nice. Ah, that is awesome. <laughs> okay, so you see, um, in in the ground. Uh, like over close by uh, where you were picking up the bones and stuff, it's pretty easy to miss a finger. Sticking out of the ground? No, it's just like laying in the grass. Oh, I picked that right up too, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now, let's figure now, it without saying. Yeah, <laughs> Do I recognize now, it? Uh, yeah, actually, it's one of Morty's fingers because you fucking critted that goddamn roll. So you're like, huh, look, there's one of Morty's fingers. <laughs> I recognize right. that hangnail anywhere. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not quite enough to turn into a zombie here, but uh, very intriguing. <sighs> so I'll tuck it away for later. He okay. He's gonna just reappear in his backpack. <laughs> He's gonna be hanging out there like a baby Bjorn. <laughs> you know, you'll be traveling along, and then all you feel is like a tap on your back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, hey, boss! Hey, boss! <laughs> you want to open this up? <laughs> if um, Raleigh hey. is down in these tunnels, we need to. Attempt to find him. Yeah. Yeah. Of course we do. I just start like screaming at the sky. Of course we do. <laughs> it's like things were going right. We were going where we needed to go. I was getting it close. <laughs> and I just like calm, I compose myself. Okay. Fine. And Let's... you're starting to think too that. Being in that hole might not be such a bad idea because yeah, it's, it's, oh, on the yeah. Wind, yeah. it's turning into quite a blizzard. Nope. I'll hop in. Well, let's stable our horses in the mouth of the hole. Um, so then we'll just hobble them right here. Okay. So they're Can in, we get them down in there? It's five foot in diameter, so it's a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think they're going to fit. They'll no. fit. Yeah, <laughs> you just keep smushing them in there. Actually, we'll if work you, them in. If you wanted to, there is a, you could technically collapse part of the tunnel. I mean, it goes in two directions. You know, yeah. it, it, you might be able to collapse it, and so that they could like get sorted down I, in there. I, I really need to know which way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there is that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll just get them. We'll just get them in, lay them down. That's all you got to do is just lay, get them up to the edge. So we're gonna we'll, stick a horse lay them down, down and go through right a five foot hole down ten feet. I, actually, they the thing is, oh, you there's could a ten the, foot drop. Oh, I didn't get that. I was yeah. thinking, yeah, like a there's a there's a ten foot drop, yeah. but that. So so is Talon gonna drop down in first and look yeah. around? Yeah. Okay, so you drop down first. Um, Give me. I, I take it you're gonna climb, or you're gonna you could just yeah, I'll jump. climb down. I don't want to break my uh, ankle because right. that'll, <laughs> that'll I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make you roll for just yeah. climbing down ten feet it's because 10 feet, yeah, yeah. It's it's fair enough. And so basically, um, the tunnel's rather large. Um, horses could fit in it if you could get them down there. Oh yeah, but can't get them back out. So exactly. Not that anymore. So. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought it was plant. 
no 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 it's a it's just it's like a straight down sort of deal okay um and so the um the tunnel is uh tall enough it's about it's like a, a, a it's a circle but it's it's roughly six feet in it like diameter all the way around right so you could you could definitely unless you're much over six foot you know um but you could definitely walk in it for sure yeah okay uh, I'll take off. I mean, I don't have much stored on my horse anyway, but I'm like, we should just get our stuff that we want off of these things and just set them yeah. free. <laughs> I have like a pouch and a shield. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't have a lot of stuff. I travel relatively light as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then you guys get down and you get into the tunnel. And, uh, you know, the and I'll just levitate myself down. I'll stick my feet mm-hmm. over the hole and activate the levitation. And then uh... you, you stick your feet over the <laughs> hole and then you just go ding. Elevator down. Look at my trick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you guys get down into the tunnel. Uh, and I take it uh, Ash is going to cast some light. Uh, yeah, I go ahead and cast light on my, uh, um, well, I don't know. I'd like to stay outside of that light. You can, you could, you could, uh, scout ahead if that's the case. Okay. Well, this is a little bit earlier than normal. This is just over 15 minutes earlier, but we're going to have to end it here. Yeah. Uh, because this is going to lead into something else and, um, if you were to happen to stumble upon a uh, maybe unconscious Raleigh laying in the tunnel, that would help. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, so we'll go ahead and we'll wrap this episode up here. And uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you to everybody for tuning in and thank you to, uh, for watching episode 36 of return to the bandit kingdoms. Um, And uh, let's go ahead and we'll just start signing out. Uh, Michael, we'll go ahead and start with you. Uh, yeah, bye, I guess. Um, uh, that's about <laughs> it, I'll have to say. <laughs> All right. All right, Adam? Hey, yeah, thanks again for uh, for watching. Check us out on YouTube slash Mr. Atom PL for past episodes of both Return to the Bandit Kingdoms, where you can catch me here on Tuesdays, and also Ravana, where you can catch me here at 8 o'clock p.m. on Fridays. Um, assuming we ever hear from Jarvis again. <laughs> um... <laughs> And, uh, yeah, there's also other stuff on uh, YouTube slash uh, Mr. Adam PL, so just check through all of it. Yeah, there you go. Steve? Uh, I'm Steve, and uh, thanks for watching, and I'll see you next week. Yeah, and I'm Will DM, as always. Uh, I'm on Ravana as well. Uh, uh, I do other stuff, but uh, I will go into that. And then if you're uh, in the Denver area and going to Genghis Khan on Saturday and Sunday, I will be running an actual uh, Bandit Kingdom uh, game that you, there's still uh, seats available for. And uh, it will be canon, and what happens there will actually happen here cool. as well. So, all right. So, but that's about it, guys. Thank you all for tuning in, and yeah. peace out. Adios. Adios. Adios.